at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football, not us as a coach. What are you alluding to with that? What's I, going on there? Actually, nothing. Okay. Jim in Arlington just tweeted at me earlier today, and All he right. said, Hey, can you, can you please work this clip into the opening montage of the rush today? <laughs> Maybe it'll help people out, make them feel better. So Jim in Arlington's idea, if it was a bad one or a good one. So oh, I, I, yeah. hope it, I hope it helped out some people. I forgot. Um, well, I, I think everyone pretty much knew uh, by the time Monday – Rolled around. Most of the shows were dealing with what was going to happen. Uh, the cat was already out of the bag, I guess. Um, we dealt with it after the fact and after it already happened. So I guess there was a full new round of everyone having to deal with uh, what went down yesterday, huh? Yeah, yeah. Everyone woke up still angry, wanted to get their punches in today. Or maybe it was the news of another potential 11 a.m. kickoff uh, coming up that had everyone all bummed out as well. Yeah. At, le- at least this one's on the on the road. Brett McMurphy, this isn't official, but he was uh, reporting earlier today some, some other kickoff times with Fox and Peacock. Apparently OU at Cincinnati, a, uh, a big noon game. So whereas I don't love not 11 a.m. games, yeah, not a shock that Cincinnati's first ever Big 12 game is OU at home. OU's last year in the Big 12, they get a big noon game. I, I mean, I, what does what their stadium hold, like 38,000, something, something small like, like that? that. Yeah. But it could be a nice little break for OU, I, you know, a, a little bit. Hey, I don't mind it. Uh, 38,000, yeah, you're right. Um, Nippert. I, I think that that is a good thing, Yeah, playing on the road. Sure. Um, it's going to be a crazy environment. I know they're doing a, a lot of stuff. You know, it's funny. They, they, that's, that game is one of the selected sites for this, this new Big 12 like tailgating party that they're doing. Um, and you know, they're supposed to have a bunch of 7 a.m. concert. Let's go, baby. It's like, dang it. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you're going to have to get up and get out of bed, which is fine. Uh, but whenever you're on the road, let's get in there. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's play a football game and get out. Um, but I still think it's going to be a really good environment, and I think that's going to help us. I think that's going to help us get up for that game. Uh, I think the official over-under for 11 a.m. games now currently sits at 5.5. Is that right? Well, Arkansas State's 11 a.m. Okay. Cincinnati is reported for 11 a.m. TCU is at 11 a.m. OU Texas hasn't been announced, but come on, it's probably going to be at 11 a.m. You it's... taking the over or the under at five and a half, 11 a.m. games? Oh, Will man. half of OU's regular season games be 11 a.m. games? Here's the problem. Well, not the problem. I mean, I, call it what you want. Um, I don't think UCF will be. Could be wrong about that. Could be wrong about any of these. Because I think it's, think it's good enough. It will be good enough to have at a decent time slot, but it's not good enough for Big Noon. And I think like Kansas, it all depends on how good Kansas is. Is If Kansas isn't any good this year, 
that's going to be an 11 o'clock kick. Sure. If they're really good, it's going to be an 11 o'clock kick. So you need them to have two losses. You need to lose to Texas then the week before OU Texas if you don't want an 11 a.m. kick there. Just be okay. Same thing with UCF, right? If they get off to a hot start and OU beats Texas, that could be 11 a.m. I wouldn't be shocked at all if, regardless, Bedlam is 11 a.m. just because it's the last one for quite some time. Iowa State. Now, here's the thing, and I don't, I don't think the schools have any say in it. But, um, you know, like a like a school like Oklahoma State, because we don't have, you know, our road games are Cincinnati, Kansas, Oklahoma State, and BYU for true road games in conference. So, like, I don't know that they necessarily care about BYU. Like, congratulations, you're getting Oklahoma on the road, and same thing for Cincinnati. But for someone like Oklahoma State and Kansas to a, a very tiny degree, but it's like this is the last time they're going to be able to have that game there. Like, do we really screw them by doing it at 11 a.m. or do you actually want them to have like a huge ordeal of it and have a night game or something like that? And I, like I said, I don't think the schools have very much control over that. But if Oklahoma State – if Oklahoma State puts together a year, that'll be a night game. Yeah. Uh, just got a text from Maddie McMillan. Bob's coming up at 345 today. All right. So we'll, we'll talk to Bob Stoops coming up at 345. Must have been a slow group in front of him out there on the Probably course. Probably so, yeah. It happens. Uh, you know, Bob plays in the fairway, so you better uh, mm-hmm. speed up the pace of play in front of him. That's for sure. Any other camp scuttle, uh, camp scuttlebutt from yesterday, earlier today? I think they're 10 practices in. Peyton Bowen playing five different positions so far in fall camp, apparently. I have not heard any scuttlebutt. Um, I know they've got I, – I figured that today was going to be a lighter day considering they've got the scrimmage coming up tomorrow. Um, I guess it's supposed I – don't, I don't know if it's a guaranteed thing that they're scrimmaging, but apparently that's, that's the case. So I figured today's probably a little bit lighter of a day. Um Maybe not though. They may be in the in full on camp grind where there are no slow days. He was uh, he was asked yesterday. I don't think we brought this up with all the Williams Winery drama going on. But he was asked yesterday, "Hey, has this camp been? I, I need to get the the exact quote. But has this camp been less physical? I think was maybe the question yesterday compared to last year's. And he shot that down pretty quickly. Agree. He's like, nah. I think that they have. I think they've tinkered with some things scheduling-wise, but when they step on the field and they're going, like the tempo is the tempo. Here's, here's what it was. He was asked if the camp has been less physical this year. Quote, I don't see that. We had the exact same amount of live plays that we had a year ago. We might have less time on the field, but we had the same amount of plays. Being more efficient, getting in and out of periods quicker, but the physicality has been good. Right. That's what Brent said. And, you know – whether it de- kind of depends on where you fall on this topic. I, for me, call it old school, call it dumb, perhaps, and I'm willing to to allow that. I, my my way of thinking is because the, the narrative last year down the stretch was, it's just it's a tired football team, and my thought to that is okay good we found a problem and we know how to fix it like we need to crank things up we need a team that's more calloused we need a team that 
that is, um, you know, conditioning or, or whatever it is that they need to do. There's that camp, and then there's the other camp that, well, you just need to be smarter and, you know, a little bit more downtime. And I think there's a way to, like, kind of please both. You keep the tempo, like, full on, but you have to be really efficient with with your time. So, I mean, I just – I don't want that to be another excuse, and it can't be another excuse this year if you if you get off the rails that we got a tired football team. It just can't happen. You either got to be in better shape or rest better. You've got to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I think they have more depth to handle that, if nothing else. But That's a good point. That, that cannot be a uh, cannot be a talking point this year for sure. Jackson Arnold spoke with the media today. Game slowing down for him. Uh, the college game is slowing down for him, and he really noticed it today, according to old JFA. How about that freshman talking to the media? Fresh, yeah, multiple. Well, they did uh, before huh. training camp even started. Huh. What do you think about that? I actually like it, especially in the, I, I, the NIL era, whatever. I, I think it's fine. And no one said anything bad, even when every single player essentially got interviewed. Is that a like a year-by-year year thing? It's like, hey, we've got a freshman that's a really good football player, but he's prone to saying some not good things. Our policy is no freshman get to talk. Like, <laughs> is that how that works? Baker during his red shirt year, they were like, "Yeah, uh, the newcomers, maybe not. Who knows yeah, what he's going to say?" He he could uh, he could you know pour some gasoline out and light a fire on it pretty quickly. Hey, uh, do you hope? How do you hope Texas Tech does this year? Because I I remember Baker during his red shirt year. Uh, it was great on the sidelines and street clothes. They're showing the scoreboard updates and Arkansas is just running all over Texas Tech. I think they had north of 400 rushing yards that day, and Baker Mayfield's pointing and laughing at the jumbotron as those uh, highlights are throwing up. So, yeah, what do yeah you th- maybe they didn't want him that year. What do you think of uh, the upcoming game against Tech? I hope they die, Baker. You gotta love it, man. Uh, any favorites at punt and kick returner right now? Hmm, that's an interesting one. Last year, because I mentioned Peyton Bowen, and if you watch any of his high school games last yeah. year, he was a dude. And a he did some of that in the spring, didn't he? I think he did. Yes. I don't know if that we necessarily saw him in the spring game doing it, but I think at least he was he was taking some reps there. Um, I don't know. I think you're going to have you'll have Gavin Freeman, you'll have Stoops, you'll have uh, Bowman and Bowen, and I don't know of anyone new that's doing it. Well, I'm Gavin sure Freeman Petway. was the kick returner last year. I I would expect him to be mm-hmm. at least the kick returner again this year. Stoops has been the punt returner. I think that that's a very safe candidate, I unless think, you think you have. Well, I a, think I think Gavin Freeman, Stoops, and I mean, there's going to be other guys that are working it. I don't know who, who ends up getting it. Maybe maybe Drake. He's been pretty good. Yeah. I, I'd be very surprised as of right now if Gavin Freeman isn't one or the other or potentially mm-hmm. – like he's at least going to be one. Yeah. And, and I would say the favorite is he's the kick returner like he was last year. Yeah. would be I, my guess. I think, you know, with the way that the whole punt thing goes now, you know, my uh, opinion on that is on the record. But the most important thing from your punt returner to me is not how good of a – actual returner are they it's how good at judgment are they and how good at catching the ball i 
your biggest punt return, it's not really who has the most return yardage. It's who has the least amount of balls hitting the ground and rolling out. You're saying uh, don't be Nathan Vasher in the 2001 yeah. OU Texas game. Pick yeah. it up at the one-and-a-half, two-yard line when it's going to roll in the end zone, potentially. That's right. Yeah, in a 7-3 football I mean, game. You would. I watched the other day at practice. They did, they did the same drill. They have the returners out there. Hills are on the eight-yard line. Uh, punters are working pooch punt. Uh, gunners are on the outside working to come down and down the ball. It's the hardest thing in the world to teach. The returners, if you step back, you're not supposed to catch it. They all still catch it. Um, get yelled at over and over. Um, the guys going down to down the ball, don't look at the returner. Find the ball in the air. They all look at the returner, run to him, ball bounces, goes in the end zone. It's like, you know, it's drilled over and over and over, and there's only a handful of guys somehow that can get the concept. Yeah. It's strange. Sooner Lisa from BA says, since the OU-Cincy game is at 11 a.m., is that 11 a.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Central? That's 11 a.m. Central. Big noon kickoff is uh, 11 a.m. Central. That is a good question, though, a good point. Taylor and Owasso, if I'm not mistaken, uh, mistaken the Red River rivalry was announced at 2.30 already a few months back. No, no, no. It, it was, was just ABC. It was ABC or ESPN? ABC. A- ABC, yeah. Now, I, uh, they may be listening to me because I declared 2.30 kick on, uh, <laughs> on air. Um, you declared, uh, you had your own five-star uh, warning yes. with Kevin Sperry last week, and then, yes, you declared it a 2.30 kickoff. Yeah. Um, just call me, middle name is Payne. 405, yeah. Let's not put a starter back there at kick returner. Lunch is the fourth or fifth string running back. Lunch is the fourth or fifth string running back. Huh. I think that's an autocorrect. I don't know what. I would what, think so. Um, unless there's a guy. Uh, Lunch is on the fourth or fifth string running back? I think the player's last name is Lunch. Javon Lunch is J- our punt returner. Javon Lunch, first down <laughs> Sooners. Lunch, well, there's I, so many running backs they yeah. have. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a guy named Lunch that yeah. we just we don't know about yet. That's right. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, we've had that debate before about starter. I want whoever's the best back there. If they're a starter, that comes with playing football. Uh, guy says Freeman is the right answer. Perhaps. Yeah. Sark's vodka. I blame Teddy for OU not getting one airy. I believe Sooner Nation needs an enemy of the state to point towards. I tend to think that Teddy is a liable candidate and that my fellow Sooners will follow. Thank you, Tyler. I am. Sark Savodka. I am a, a candidate for that. I will take that. I will take the blame. I'll shoulder it. Point all of your uh, anger directly at me on the text line. Because I got to tell you, I could, my man, Parker Thune, he is. He is. Like one of the more positive people out there. He's always upbeat. He's always uh, energized and has a, a spring in his step. And I can hear it in his voice whenever he's on air that this has been a, a rough handful of days for him. He's had a lot going on recently. Text line right? was pretty brutal last hour. Text I, I had to, you know, a lot of times, well, pretty much every day I tried to read through the text before I get to it. But there's a couple times where it was, I start to read it. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't get there. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, 
it, it does come with the territory whenever people are begging you to make predictions. Where's he going to go? What do you think? And you make a prediction. When that comes out right, no one's going to say anything about you and your prediction. Nobody. Yeah, he got it right. Well, they knew it all along. He was telling people all along he was going to Oklahoma. But whenever you get it wrong, everyone cares whenever you get it wrong. Even if all of your inf- – like, he doesn't wing it. Parker doesn't wing it. He's got good relationships. He talks to the right guys. He is giving his honest opinion. And you got to understand, like, whenever he's with the Oklahoma side of things, guys are probably – to some degree, going to sugarcoat their Oklahoma leanings, right? And all he can do is is represent what, what his sources have told him. He's not in the business of lying about what people are telling him and yeah. where guys are going. Well said. Does no good for anyone. So take it easy on the guy. By the way, Cam Osuna reporting that lunch will not be the starting running back. Mm. Dinner will be the uh, starting running back this year. So good to hear. Dinner or supper? We haven't said supper on this show as many times as Washington is said. And Washington is definitely going to be said today with some of the news coming out of that town to, uh, this afternoon, or actually this morning. Oh, yeah. Haven't said di- or supper in a while. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, you know, we can start that here. We can start that trend. Supper, starting, uh, starting running back, coming up in the opener. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Remember, Coach Stoops is going to join us around the 345 mark. In studio today, keep it in the text line, 651-3439, Knipple Meyer text line. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Apache Casino Hotel is bringing back Cash Dash. Earn entries all month long by simply playing your favorite slot machine. Hourly drawings will be held Friday and Saturday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight for $1,000 cash. Make a dash for any unclaimed cash at 12.30 a.m., and you could walk away with $7,000. So make a dash for the cash at Apache Casino Hotel, where you always win the most. See Players Club for full details. Make Great Plains Kubota your dealership destination for tractors 40 horsepower and below. Kubota's powerful, compact tractor lineup offers customers a variety of options at an affordable price. Package your purchase with GP and save even more. Plus, with an exclusive 10-year tractor warranty, you'll get the peace of mind every tractor owner deserves. When you need more than just a tractor, shop Great Plains Kubota. Shop the brand that serves. Visit gpkubota.com today. That's gpkubota.com. The Great Plains Kubota Decade Warranty is additional coverage offered exclusively by Great Plains Kubota. For complete warranty eligibility and coverage information, contact your local Great Plains Kubota. Unbelievable heat is here, and it's hot, hot, and hotter at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Be sure to check out the new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 AT4X and take up to 5500 off MSRP. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno right now for sizzling savings just for you. We're turning up the heat. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. 
Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Bob Stoops coming your way in about 20 minutes at 345. Give the people what they want. So you did that today uh, with tailgating. Lindsay Street is back open. Lindsay Street is back open for tailgating this season. And as Joe Harris said uh, earlier today via the OU Daily, uh, we want to be the best in the SEC. So we'll evaluate what the SEC has and Hopefully we can have the best when it comes to tailgating and everything else game day experience at some point. How did I miss this? What did they did they give like the full map yet, or just just like say that Lindsay's opened back up? Oh, I think um, I think it was just George Story at Sooner Scoop that reported it uh, so far. I don't think gotcha. there's an official release by OU. I know OU Daily ran a story out on it as well, but it looks like um, I know they yeah, were Lindsay's saying it, back open. like whatever it was they were going to do is coming up. Um, they were going to announce it. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. I, hey, I, it, it's um, one of the decisions that you could have made that I think everyone was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Let's go. You mm-hmm. know, there, there's few of those decisions that everyone is happy with. This is one of the few that I think everyone's happy with this decision. Right. Because it's the most, at least to me, it's the most sentimental area of um, tailgating that's, that's on campus. Yep. A university is adding a public tailgating location designated along the south side of Lindsay Street between Asp and Jenkins Avenues. There you go. Only going to take place on the grassy area between the Lindsay Street curb and the north side of the sidewalk. Perfect. Public 
First come, first serve. That's going to be great. The way it should be. Exactly. That's, that's real. That's SEC ready right there. SEC ready. SEC. First come, first, come, first serve. Now, here's the thing. Um, there's been plenty of outcry about this. Don't let us down. I want to see some outlandish tailgating scenes right there on. Right? That's what we need. You want to see beer bongs? Yeah. You want to see keg stands? Yeah, the big ice. You want to see people passed out? Eh, let's keep it somewhat classy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not. Okay, I'm, I'm neutral on that. Um, what's the That's big, better. the ice thing you pour the shot in, the big sculptures, you know, where the, uh, the shot goes down the ice? Okay. That's going to be pretty tough for a lot of 11 a.m. kicks this year. But, but okay, uh, maybe we have a cold man. Front you, you really in. do have big expectations. Yeah, let's gonna go from uh, corporate tailgating to a bunch of ice sculptures with shots in them. I want to see like school buses with the back half kind of cut off the top, where you've got people you know hanging out in the back. Uh, I want to see OU painted massive cookers towed behind cookers. I want to see. I don't want to see Miami Dolphins. Yet, I think we got to take this thing in steps, but I, I'll be very disappointed if there was a bunch of uh, screaming and hollering, which uh, I, I was one of the people. is what it is, by the way. Luge. Thank you, 3110 on the text line. Exactly. Uh, I'll be upset if I did a bunch of screaming and hollering about this and, and we don't show up and make that uh, look like it's supposed to. KW the 918, now get rid of kicking for chicken. We may have <laughs> decent game day experience for a change. I don't want them to get rid of kicking. It's such a big part of the show now that I think we'd lose something if it goes away. I would prefer if they did kicking for chicken, Like I'd be down with it, but I want them to do that game where you – uh, you down a beer and then you put your head on the baseball bat and spin do around like ten circles or <laughs> so whatever. Sick at the twenty yard line. And That'd be then great. you kick the uh, the extra point or the field goal kicking for chicken. Nine one eight bringing a whole new meaning to walk of champions. Yeah, that, and that's a you open up that area more people are down there. That's by the walk of champions that they started last oh, yeah. year that they're trying to make a big thing. So that's that right. make, makes sense. It's going to look good. I like that. You, you want because remember the opposing team has to drive down Lindsay to get to the west side of the stadium. That's how they're going to come in on the back side. You want them You want them to, to face a bit of intimidation as they come down Lindsay. Blue Whale Sooner, Tyler, don't be a baby about drinking before 11 a.m. kicks. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. I'm not yeah. being a baby. I was just saying getting the ice sculpture out for the 11 a.m. games. You, the 11 a.m. kick, if you do it right, is actually a night game, right? If you start early enough, it turns into a night game, and by the end of it, it's bedtime. Nine seven two, dang! Just thought I heard Ted say he wanted massive hookers at the tailgates. <laughs> now disappointed, he corrected himself to massive cookers. <laughs> same on that one. <laughs> totally the same. Is that when you cut my mic? Is right when I was saying that? Yeah, I think I did. I want massive. It cut He's out. He's about to say hookers. hookers. What? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's going to be good. That's uh, that's much we really needed. will be Starkville, Mississippi, if there's uh, massive oh, yeah. hookers uh, going around the tailgates. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Uh, good stuff. No, I I, uh, I like that a lot, though. Good good on OU for doing that. And like the comments there from President Harris as well, saying, we'll monitor, we'll look at what's going on in the SEC and, you know, see how we can uh, better our situation. And some of the text line have said, well, if they want to do, like, the secret shopper, 
and do that for SEC tailgating venues, I'll volunteer myself. Mm-hmm. That would if if OU wants to do that, they got plenty of takers on our text line for people to go around to other tailgating sites and see how they do it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like it. Uh, we do, do do need to step up our game, uh, but I I recognize that this is not the greatest schedule ever created for tailgating at home. It's it's just it's not, but. It doesn't mean you can't still show up in full force. And, this is a big uh, time walkthrough for us. This is tra- this is preseason. Our version of training camp yeah. right here. This is training camp. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be tough. Early mornings. I mean, it really is going to be training camp for the payoff. We need to uh, bump that Brett Venable speech that we played on the show yesterday that he had before practice number nine. Yeah. No we- one damn well. <laughs> you never get to that level. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we could probably ask him to tailor fit one of those speeches for uh, for tailgate. He needs to show up, you know, early at like it needs to be like a new thing. He shows up somewhere on campus at like six or seven a.m. where there's people out and give a pregame tailgating speech. Yeah, the coach normally uh, when they do that for basketball, they bring pizza or you know you know food out there. He needs to bring um, he needs to bring Pacificos out there. I yeah. think is is what he needs to bring some ice cold beverages. That'd be good, or just some hard liquor. Bring some moonshine out there, Brent. Easy. Contact your people out there in South Carolina. Easy. Someone you got to know someone out there in the hills. Uh, we mentioned yesterday that OU has all the motivation it could ever need <laughs> this off season, and not that anyone takes these people seriously. I don't really think anyone does, uh, but the barstool crew. The yeah. Unnecessary Roughness podcast, all four of them have picked Texas to win the Big 12 championship this year. All four of them have picked Texas, uh, or excuse me, none of the four picked OU to even play in the uh, Big 12 title game, and uh, Brandon Walker picked OU as the most disappointing team in the Big 12 this year. So, the Barstool crew at it once again. Not high expectations for OU going into the season. Surprise, surprise. That's all right. Um... They're trying to get it on, on the uh, on the front side of the season by by downplaying Oklahoma and getting the fan base to react, and they're trying to get it on the back end with uh, all of the "I told you so"s and everything from Oklahoma fans whenever they do um, make it to the four votes for game. Quinn Ewers for uh, Player of the Year from them. Yeah, all four of them, Quinn Ewers. Player of the Year, Texas wins the conference. And Greg McElroy, I did see today, he was just floored. He was just floored. How is Texas only a number 11 in the AP poll that was released yesterday? Oh, really? They've got a top five roster. I think they're only at number 11 because voters are, well, they're a little bit nervous because Texas has let them down in the past. Gee, Greg, you don't say, huh? That surprises you that people are, eh, maybe I'm not as high on Texas because we've seen this crap before. It, it surprised him quite a bit. He said. He's surprised that Texas wasn't higher than number 11 because he thinks they have a top, what do you say, four or five roster. Well, that's what I was about to ask you. Did he really say they have a top five roster? Uh, yeah. Man, does Texas have a top five roster? I, I mean, I don't think there's. Okay, so like the the real meat and potatoes of their football team needs to be like 
the 2020 and 2021 recruiting class, and they were 15 in 2021, and in 2020 they were uh, eight. Which I mean, those are not bad, and I think they were they were maybe top five in both the years after that, 22 and 23. Yeah. But th- it's not. And even that could be misleading a little bit. You, you really got to go down and see how many positions that they really covered in those right. highly ranked recruiting classes, or was it just they, you know, had had a nice run at the skill position spots? I mean, technically, they've only be, be, they. I don't think they've out recruited Texas A and M hardly at all. Um, there may be they would have last year. Texas had um, would they had the number three class last year because oh you had the what the number four class yeah. a year ago, but yeah A and M had the number one class two two 2022. cycles ago. Yeah, yeah they they out recruit last year's the only year they out recruited them and there's not going to be very many of those guys playing. Uh, and A and M was a uh, they just you know it real the the roster depth it's Alabama. Uh, with the best roster, yes, I said that. Alabama right now has the best roster. If you're going off of recruiting rankings, Alabama has the best roster right now. Then Georgia, then Ohio State. That's your one, two, three. I think Michigan might be four. Michigan. And and then you know what? And then it's up for grabs after LSU. that, right? It's up for grabs. LSU, Clemson. I, I just, I'm not ready to put Texas in the conversation. But I feel like it's a pretty big drop off after that four. You it know? Is. Like that's, that four, that's a solid top four. And I think you got it in the right order. Maybe I'd put Michigan ahead of Ohio State, but I'm good with that. But it's a big A&M, drop off after that. AM is probably like honestly, they're probably the next school on there. Yeah, but they've already had a lot of those guys leave yeah. even from that twenty two class. Yeah. No, that I mean there's truth to that. And, you know, there's it's hard whenever you start accounting for the guys that have have left. Gosh, that's a that's a tough one to start following. But I I don't know, man. I think their I think their roster is vastly overrated. Could be wrong. Could be proven wrong. Maybe they do cruise the Big Twelve, and at some point we need to explore. And I know it's a a worthless endeavor, and it's hard to do. But we need to at least explore. Like, what in the world are people seeing? Like, and what are we missing? I think we've tried to Devil's all season advocate. long. I mean, I mean, I what we can do that exercise. That's just going to be mean, hard. It's, for it me all to, has to come down to Quinn Ewers has to be a coaching totally quarterback is still very important, and that's I, I I can get there on offensive line if we want to attempt to do so. I think they have a good backer, but it's just hey, coaching quarterback man, it matters, and I I can't get there with either of those two. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. Sooner football talk lives here. This is The Ref. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. You've joined the ref for years with our 6018 giveaway in March. Now we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. 
Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road, as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the ref's gridiron giveaway. Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, Visit Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Visit Signature Custom Pool and Patio, Norman's premier patio spa, outdoor kitchen, and pool accessory destination. Let the Signature team give your pool the signature service. K&N Furniture Consignment on Main Street offers you a shopping experience like no other. They offer pre-loved furniture at a fraction of the price. Plus, you can also find fabrics, upholstery, window treatments, custom bedding, and wallpaper. Come see it for yourself at K&N Furniture Consignment. Play at Sooner Bowling Center this summer. If you are serious about fun or serious about bowling, they have you covered. Sooner Bowling Center features 24 lanes, a newly remodeled arcade, and the spare time grill. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. So remember, eat, shop, play, and stay this summer in Norman. Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Bob Stoops coming up next segment. Ask him about the scrimmage on Saturday and some other things that he's seen at practice. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 8-5 and five with two of the best running backs in the country, if not the best, and they are gone this year. Yeah, and um, everyone brings up, well, they lost B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson, and they're going to be better. How about DeMarvey and Overshone? Mm-hmm. who was their best defensive player last year and has looked really good so far for the Cowboys in preseason. Like, don't gloss over that loss either. Yeah, yeah. He was 
he was a dude that flew all over the field, made all kinds of plays, running sideline to sideline. Um, Were a lot of armbands as well. A lot of armbands. That's how you could spot him. Um, I don't know. I they're just going to have to prove me wrong. I I don't know. I don't I don't see it. I don't know how everyone is just avoiding the elephant in the room. Everything that they've seen from Texas since 2009, it's been the same thing. The recruiting is about the same. Uh, The results the last two years have been about the same. I mean, Sarkeesian, his first two years are uh, not all that different than Herman's. And I don't know what Charlie Strong's two years were the first one was really five bad. five and seven was the first year did he have i think he may have had two losing seasons in the what yeah. three years he was there wasn't yeah, great so I, it's but they're still they're not out of that range they haven't moved out of that range at all they have some flashy toys uh at skill position on offense outside of that i i'm just i'm not impressed with quinn ewers he he made some nice throws and he did some good things last year, but he also, for the most part, over the duration of, a, of an entire season, was 100% middle of the road. Jay and Tulsa, it's barstool, guys. It's not like we're dealing with the highest of intellect or a target market well, that's even reasonably intelligent. That's true, but it's not just barstool. It's everyone. Everyone. Outside of a very small handful of people, Oklahoma fans, like like if you eliminate Oklahoma fans out of the equation, like there's almost nobody left that is not picking Texas to be really, really, really good. Which I even the conference media picked them an overwhelming favorite I in know. the league this year. I, people that have been covering it, which I'm I'm questioning. Like, what am I missing here? Like, wh- what what? Could I possibly be missing that everyone else sees right in front of them? I don't know. Got the blinders on. All right, quick timeout. Coach Stoops joins us next. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is The Ref. The world is full of anchors. Meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Apache Casino Hotel is bringing back Cash Dash. Earn entries all month long by simply playing your favorite slot machine. Hourly drawings will be held Friday and Saturday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight for $1,000 cash. Make a dash for any unclaimed cash at 12.30 a.m. and you could walk away with $7,000. 
So make a dash for the cash at Apache Casino Hotel, where you always win the most. See Players Club for full details. Mike Steely for my friends at Cabins Construction Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cabins is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cabins is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cabins Group today, 405-573-3048, or online at cabinsgroup.com. No one wants to talk about their funeral memorial service. However, the pre-planning staff at Primrose made it such a simple process. We were able to not only select our services, but we were also able to remove the financial burden from our children as well. If you have not taken the step of planning ahead, I encourage you to make the call today to Primrose Funeral Service at 321-6000 and let the great staff begin helping you planning your desired service. Why did I wait so long to see a retina specialist? Retinal disease can steal your eyesight, but it doesn't have to. Patients who seek care from a retina specialist have the best chance of preventing vision loss due to age-related macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy. AMD symptoms to look out for are distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision. Patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time, and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise, and that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. This is Peggy Doviak, and I opened DM Wealth Management because of a horrible experience that my mother had with a stockbroker. I wanted to give people an alternative, a place they could go to understand their money, to know why investment decisions were made the way they were, and to create a financial plan that would help them meet their goals. Most of all, I wanted to help them plan their prosperity. Call me at 405-329-8884 or dmwealth.com. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. It's Tuesday, which means we're talking to Coach Bob Stoops, brought to you by Modelo. And Coach, uh, thanks as always. You, you joked with us a couple of weeks ago saying 
that you're the busiest retired guy out there with uh, rock and roll tequila, with the Van Hoos fence and everything else you have going on. I'm curious if that's going to be even more so this football season, pumping out uh, football content on your app. Uh, absolutely. I've uh, actually was uh, busy um, recording some things from my app uh, here this morning. So, yeah, all you got to do is go to the regular old app store and look up Bob Stoops app. Easy enough right there. Very good stuff. Always good content on there. Do you have a chance to go out and check out a little bit of the scrimmage? Sounds like a football team looked pretty good. Offense was uh, throwing it around some. Um, I did. I uh, saw a good part of it. Um, I uh, I thought it looks good. It's always odd or hard as a head coach, and that's how I watch it uh, because, you know, each side of the ball has their plays or has good plays and bad plays, and so it's hard if you're not if you're on one side of the ball or the other, you can say good or bad. When you're the head coach, it's kind of always bad and always good. So uh, I loved. Um, I really like our running backs. I think they're going to surprise people. I really think our O line's in great shape. I think defensively, our front with uh, everybody up front and the D line, D ends, and linebackers will be stronger than a year ago, and I. I think some of the new additions in the secondary are gonna are gonna make a splash. Um, anyway, I think Dylan, you know, with more experience, will be, you know, will will have more success overall. And um, you know, the receivers back. There's some, you know, strong ones with experience, but I think some of the new young ones are gonna, like like always, are gonna all of a sudden have their opportunity, and they're gonna they're gonna make a difference. So I, I, I I'm. Very optimistic. Teddy and I got a uh, little upset about a ranking that huh. we found on Friday, and it was a ranking of the best college football head coaching jobs in the country. We took exception. We thought it was unfair that OU was ranked outside the top ten. I don't know if you want to comment on where you think the OU head coaching job ranks nationally, but you took the job, you lived the job. When you look at it, what or what are you know the, the the biggest two to three positives that you see with the OU head coaching job? Yeah, our uh, our not geographically, our our you know the Oklahoma in the state because of the low population in the state overall. You know, there's always a limited number of you know recruits overall. But I always said the ones you get, the guys like Teddy Lehman, guys like Rocky Kalmus, guys like Jermaine Gresham, guys like Sam Bradford, guys like Jason White, Gerald McCoy, you can go on and on and on. There may not be a lot of them, but they're as good as, there, as you can get anywhere in the country. Uh, and look at, at Jamal Brown I left out of there. I mean, you go on and on about the quality. You get great players here out of the state of Oklahoma, though the big numbers like you get in Texas just because of population uh, but our geographically being close to Dallas and that whole region gives us a different advantage we've always considered that in state and I believe those players down there look at us that way mm-hmm. so um, so anyway uh, that was a positive for me when you know about this job it's always been that way uh, the other part for me, was we're a national brand. You look at our recruiting throughout for the last 20, 
50, 60 years, we do get players from all over the country uh, that are top, highly recruited players. Not everyone can do that if you don't have that name brand that we got. And you get that name brand. The other part I would say is our tradition and history. It's second to none. And, and uh, you know, that makes a difference. Uh, there's When you go out recruiting, you know, recruits have a confidence that, well, they've done it for 50, 60 years. Why won't they do it in the four years that I'm there? And, and that usually holds true. Yeah, uh, I, I think those are all really good points, um, without a doubt. You know, I, I think one of the other big things is you don't have a whole lot of competition. And I know some states, that's uh, fairly common in college football, but, you know, some big schools, you look there and there's, there's NFL in town. You've got all, maybe you have other D1 programs right there whenever you get into those big cities. I think it, it means quite a bit. You know, we do have Oklahoma State fairly close, but, I mean, goodness, the, the, the draw that Oklahoma football is in the state is there's nothing else. You're not second fiddle to anything. No, that's right. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's special. And, and like I said, when you look at the, the elite players from the state of Oklahoma, Well, you thought of another. Ryan Broyles is as good as there's ever been a receiver. I don't care where you go. There's another guy here, uh, you know, that, you know, a national award winner, first team All American from the state of Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, so there's, when you, you know, I'm, I've always loved to brag about that of just pull up those, the national award winners, first team All Americans that are guys from in-state, and it's pretty impressive, the guys that we've had. Yeah, i got another in-state player, and it's probably the greatest OU comeback story of, of my lifetime at least, but that's Jason White. And the injury in 2001, the, the injury in 2002, comes back and wins the Heisman in 03. I, I'm curious, did, did Jason ever think about not coming back for that 03 season after that injury early in 02? Oh, sure. He was... Uh... He, he was very much considering not playing again. And, um, you know, and, and I understood that. I, I sure didn't pressure him to come back. I wanted him to. And I just told, I gave him the space and time. I said, Jason, let's just not make a decision, especially here right after surgery and right after it all happening. Give it time and, you know, let yourself settle in and see what you feel you want to do. And, at, and one day he just came to me and said, Coach, I think I want to play again. And I loved it. I'm like, well, you know, we're going to get you ready to play. And uh, But anyhow, yeah, so those kind of situations, they just need their time. They need their space to really, in their heart, think it through. And, uh, you know, no one, no one can tell you what to do. That's got to be a personal decision. I'm curious what you think. You know, it's my opinion that we would have beaten Nebraska's ass in uh, 2001 <laughs> if Jay White wouldn't have gone down on the sideline in that game. Do you agree? <laughs> well, I'm not, much to, I'm not much for making excuses or what, what if. Bottom line, we didn't win. There you go. So, uh, anyway, they, yeah, they, uh, they hit their throw back to the quarterback. We missed ours. Oh, what a game, though. That was a lot of fun. Coach? We appreciate you stopping by. I know you're busy out there. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. Good to be with you. Boomer sooner. Thanks, Coach.
Good stuff. Basically, he's saying yes. Yeah, that's, that's a, it's a veiled <laughs> what yes. What if beats, as you said, Nebraska's ass? <laughs> if uh, I mean, I, just that offense. That offense was in a was in a good spot when Jason White was in there, and it's just crazy to think about the player and the style that he was before the injury and what he became as a Heisman Trophy winner. I, I really do. It's the greatest comeback story of my lifetime, OU-wise. No doubt. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two is next. Sound off any time of day on the Canoe.